Hello, I'm Ryan Taylor. I'm an architect and member of AIA Georgia. That's the Georgia Association of the American Institute of Architects. And it's my pleasure to be with you today to provide an update on building code development in Georgia so far this year. So an update for 2016. Georgia adopts building codes on a statewide basis. And Georgia uses a state codes advisory committee to adopt and amend its building codes. The SEAC is made up of approximately 20 individuals. There are representatives for uh, professions like architects and engineers. There are also building code officials, uh, fire service officials, manufacturers, vendors, etc. It's a diverse group that I think does a good job addressing issues that come up relative to building codes. Uh, it's my honor to represent the architects of Georgia, and I'm starting, uh, this is the first year of my second four-year term. Members of the SEAC are appointed by the Commissioner of the Department of Community Affairs. One of the tasks that the State Codes Advisory Committee takes up year after year is addressing proposed changes for Georgia's building codes. So if you're an AI Georgia member, you probably recall at the end of last year, you were invited to participate in a webinar that explained the process for submitting proposals to change the building code. Each year, proposals for building code changes are due by the 15th of December, and the Georgia the staff at the Georgia Department of Community Affairs in the Construction Codes Division uh, compiles all of the proposed amendments that are submitted by the 15th of December to present them at the January meeting of the State Codes Advisory Committee. So as the State Codes Advisory Committee has its first meeting of the year, uh, the subcommittees that will need to be standing for that year are uh, tasked with their work. And so we learn who's going to be on the committees, what charge they have, uh, the duration, meeting dates, and those sorts of things. So today I'll give you an update on what subcommittees we'll have through the course of this year. Uh, so you may find it helpful to have a pen and paper handy to write down some of the dates, meeting times, locations, and other information that I'm going to provide. Or you might want to put them right into your calendar on your computer, whatever's most convenient for you. So there's an amendment subcommittee that will address the amendments that were submitted uh, at the end of last year. That amendment subcommittee is going to meet on the 29th of March. That's Tuesday, the 29th of March. I'm one of the SEAC members that's appointed to serve on that committee. The amendments that were submitted uh, to the staff have been compiled, and they're presented on the Georgia DCA's website on the Construction Codes webpage. So at the top of that webpage, there's a link titled 2016 Proposed GA Amendment Report. And it's a Word document that's set up to look a little bit like a spreadsheet, but it shows you each of the proposed changes that the amendment subcommittee will review. AI Georgia is working on putting together a webinar about a week in advance of the amendment subcommittee meeting so that we can present uh, those proposed changes to you and get some feedback. So it's an opportunity to use AI Georgia's webinar tool and the uh, polling, chat box, and all the other features that are in that webinar tool as we go through the proposed amendments to try and get your opinion on the proposed amendment so that you have a, an opportunity to interact with us and be part of the building code development process, even if you don't have time to come to the meetings at the Department of Community Affairs. So we're planning that uh, webinar for 1.30 on Friday. That's the 18th of March. So we've got uh, about uh, 10 days or so ahead of the amendment subcommittee meeting, and that'll give us time if we identify any issues that we need to raise, additional research to be done, or that sort of thing. We'll have a little bit of time to do that before the amendment subcommittee meets. The 
second subcommittee uh, that was uh, created uh, for this year is going to be a, a solar a subcommittee, a subcommittee that's going to be headed by, chaired by Georgia's state fire marshal, Dwayne Garris. So if you came to the AI of Georgia grassroots day at the Georgia Capitol uh, last week, you probably heard Dwayne give an update on this committee. It's going to meet on Thursday, the 31st of March. And uh, based on Dwayne's comments, it seems like the charge for this committee is to take a look at solar or PV panels attached to buildings to see uh, if there are any life safety issues with them. So one of the points that Dwayne raised uh, is if fire services approach a building that has PV panels and they're generating power, they may need to uh, de-energize those panels to deal with whatever life safety event they're having to address. Uh, there's also, I expect, going to be some discussion about standards for installation, how those panels are attached to the building and that sort of thing. Uh, Dwayne uh, had with him at the January meeting a document that's published by the International Code Council. It's often referred to as a standard, but it's not a standard. It's just a compendium. So if you go to the uh, International Code Council's website at iccsafe.org, you can find a copy of this, uh, what appears to be a solar manual. But it's really a collection of uh, rules and regulations in various building codes that affect uh, solar or uh, PV installations. So it's not a standard because it just collects those things from across different uh, building codes and puts them in one place for convenience. So uh, I, I think that the subcommittee is going to review that document and then see if uh, any adjustments need to be made or what uh, other discussion results from the issues that are raised by the fire services and any other interested parties. So that's an amendment subcommittee, a solar subcommittee, and then the third subcommittee uh, that's been created is a swimming pool and spa subcommittee. And the charge of that group, as I understand it, is to look at the, the current permissive swimming pool and spa code and determine if that should be a mandatory code in Georgia. So the swimming pool and spa committee is scheduled to meet on Thursday, excuse me, Tuesday, the 12th of April. That's Tuesday, the 12th of April. Um, <clears throat> I'm not sure if there'll be more than one meeting but we'll see in that initial meeting how much discussion takes place and if there need to be additional meetings scheduled. All three of those subcommittee meetings uh, will be held before the second meeting of the State Codes Advisory Committee. Uh, that meeting is scheduled for Thursday, the 14th of April. So that'll be an opportunity for the chairs of those three committees that I mentioned, the Amendment, Solar, and Swimming Pool and Spa subcommittees, to provide an update to the SCAC as to whether they finish their work or if there'll be some additional meeting dates. So if there are additional meeting dates, we'll have an opportunity to hear about them, I expect, at that uh, SCAC meeting. And we can broadcast uh, those to you in case you happen to be an interested party. One of the other issues I want you to know about is in the January meeting of the State Codes Advisory Committee, there was some discussion about the issue of tiny houses and how they uh, may or may not be regulated by the building code. If you're uh, familiar with these, you've probably seen some media coverage um, for tiny houses, especially in areas like Savannah or Chatham County, where the local authority is considering addressing uh, homelessness by creating a small community of tiny houses. There's probably a better way to say that rather than saying a small community of tiny houses, but I, I think you get the point. One of the challenges is that these houses are so small, uh, they're smaller than uh, the, your typical accessory structure. Uh, so there's some question um, about how they're regulated. Do they meet the minimum requirements in the building code? So there are really uh, two different types of tiny houses. Uh, those that are affixed to foundations 
uh, would be governed by the building codes, but there are also quite a few of them that are mounted on trailers, and uh, those obviously would not be regulated by the building codes. Those would be regulated as, uh, I believe, as over-the-road vehicles, so they would be treated like a uh, either a mobile home or a recreational vehicle. There's not currently a subcommittee f- to address tiny houses, um, but there is an ongoing interest in it. So, for example, I mentioned the media coverage. There is also, uh, over the course of the next week, next weekend, I think there's a tiny house festival in Georgia, in Eatonton. So it's an issue that continues to uh, gain ground. And if there is a meeting scheduled, we'll probably hear about that at the April 14th uh, State Codes Advisory Committee meeting. But if we hear anything about it in the interim, we'll certainly release that date uh, for any discussion that's going to happen. So if you're an interested party, you can be involved in that as well. <clears throat> All of the meetings. Uh, for the subcommittee and the State Codes Advisory Committee are all public hearings. You're welcome to attend any of them. Uh, All of the meetings are scheduled for 10 a.m. in the morning at the offices of the Department of Community Affairs. If you come to one of the hearings, when you come into the building, you need to sign in at the front desk. Uh, Carl, the security guard, is generally sitting there, and he's good about directing you to the uh, appropriate floor and room so you can find your way around. It's not a very big facility. And you'll see a lot of the same people at uh, meeting after meeting, hearing after hearing, a good group of people to get to know in case you have any questions. So uh, you'll probably learn a great deal just by being involved in the process. If you're an interested party, uh, whether you're a proponent for one of the proposed amendments or you have an interest in one of these other issues that's being taken up, I invite you to contact the AI Georgia staff. Uh, You can find all the contact information for AI Georgia on the AI Georgia website which is AIAGA.org. Uh, I ask that you check in with them to identify yourself as an interested party so they can ask you what you're interested in and, and make sure that they're aware of that interest so they can compile that in an effort to try and make sure that we send you any updated information that might be relevant or, or helpful to you, especially on, on that particular topic. We invite anybody that, that uh, that's a member that wants to participate just to check in with the office, even if there's not currently a hearing or a subcommittee in which you're interested, just let us know what your area of expertise is uh, so we can reach out to you if there's ever an issue in that area. That's pretty common, especially on the uh, fire code development side in the uh, state fire marshal's office as he takes up all sorts of issues. So there's great opportunity for fellowship and learning through all of these efforts. And I found it to be tremendously rewarding and invite you to join us because it is a, a, a good group of people. Uh, so please look for uh, an invitation for the webinar that I mentioned uh, for us as AI Georgia to go over the proposed amendments in the immediate future. Uh, you're welcome to submit anything else that's of interest regarding building codes, and I'll be uh, happy to try and take that issue up and see what we can do to be of service. So thanks very much for your time, as always. And uh, I hope to see you and have a chance to fellowship with you at the next AIA Georgia event.